you remember uh, Heidi, this little Swiss Alps girl? Oh, sure, sure, yeah, uh, like the kids' story. Yeah, this next movie is uh, more modern day at- adult grown up Heidi. I'm talking about this uh, movie called Mad Heidi. Switzerland, beautiful mountains, delicious cheese, and of course, Heidi. Go, Peter! I love you, baby girl. But you've seen nothing yet. We are citizens. Today, we shall celebrate Switzerland's new order. World domination. The world domination. This man has been charged with the production of illegal dairy products. Now, the girl from the Alps is back. With a vengeance. Get ready for action. Beautiful Swiss girls. Swiss army katanas. And of course, fondue boarding. I love the smell of cheese in the morning. This is the cheesiest movie you'll ever see. The only good cheese is fried cheese. <laughs> Badass Heidi. She's Mad Heidi. June 21st in select theaters for one night only. Well, well, well. Something's yodeling in my pants. <laughs> They're selling it as a Swiss exploitation movie. <laughs> uh, and this, this is a modern day grindhouse movie. This was like a movie that was right up my fucking alley. So Heidi's all grown up. She's in love with a character who is just kind of like a pimp and you know, like a player. Uh, his name is Goat Peter. He's a guy that can make some great cheese out of goat milk. This is like set in a, a dystopian future version of like a Swiss mountain town. And like she watches as Goat Peter is brutally murdered because he stands up to like these Gestapo type characters, these Nazi type guys. Then she kind of fights back and runs home to her grandpa and uh, her grandfather gets killed in front of her and she gets enslaved and tossed into prison. She ends up like escaping. The Fuhrer is a guy who owns a cheese company and like he he wants to make this cheese that will like kind of make the perfect soldier and take over people. If they eat it, it's so rich, it turns them into like a zombie soldier. And uh, he's like, he's played by uh, everyone's favorite bug killer, Casper Van. So she is essentially going after him. And it's just, it's so freaking ridiculous and over the top. And, and it's everything and more that you want. Like you're seeing brutal, crazy action. It's bloody. There's a scene where like someone's being waterboarded, but instead of water, it's fondue cheese oh melted onto God. them. It's so crazy and fun and just ridiculous. And they're just watching as as this this lovable character we saw as a little girl be like this adult badass. We see her training, like kind of like montage of like kung fu style fighting and training, and it's just so freaking insane and badass. And she's leading like a revolution to take down the evil dictator. 
it, it looks visually like sexy. Like it has that style and look of the Grindhouse movie that that is hard to replicate. And it's just over the top, balls to the wall, action, comedy, and just mayhem. Uh, I'm going to give Mad Heidi three and a half slices of toast. And it's just fantastic. And I would love to see the story continue. Uh, it'd, it'd be fun. Yeah. Okay. That's a fun twist on that. That's that's funny. I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued. It's definitely one of a kind. And uh, I'm so happy that I got to check it out a little early. It's the movie toast show. Here for you. Dennis and Adam joke about orgasms and sweet movie reviews. We talk about TV too, right? I, I think so. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah! What's up, Toasties? Movie Toaster Adam here. Do you remember the little sweet Swiss Alps girl, Heidi? You know, you might have read a book about her. You might have seen a movie or two, maybe a cartoon. Well, she's all grown up. She fell in love. That love was brutally murdered in front of her. Then her grandfather was killed in front of her. Then she was wrongfully tossed into prison. Then she escaped. But don't worry. She learned the art of Kung Fu, and then she seeked vengeance on those who have done her wrong. That's right, folks. Heidi is mad. That's the premise of the Swiss exploitation film, Mad Heidi. Honestly, this is one of my favorite movies this year. This movie has it all. Sex, violence, cheese, lots of laughs. Everything and anything is possible in this movie, and that's the fun of it. And I just had some fun sitting down with two of their stars. I talked to Heidi herself, Miss Alice Lucy, and the evil dictator, President Miley, played by Casper Van Dien. I just talked to them, and I wish I had more time, because they are two of the loveliest people I've met. Please listen to their interview right now. Hey, guys. Thank you for uh, talking with me. Uh, my name's Adam. I'm from uh, Movie Toast News and Reviews. How's your day going so far with the press? Yeah, done pretty good. Nice. Yes. Yeah, it's been fun. Nice to meet you. Likewise, likewise. Um, I got to tell you guys off the bat, I get a bunch of screeners sent to me all the time, and sometimes I look at them, I watch the trailer, I'm like, all right, I'll get to them. But once I saw the trailer for your movie, I had to watch it right away, like as humanly possible, quick as possible. And I even after I watched the screener, I paid to see it on the big screen because... It's just something that if I miss on the big screen, I'd forever like just hate myself and just wanted to thank you guys off the top for making such a fun, crazy over the top movie. Thank you both. Wait, thank you. This is an over the top movie. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. I watched the wrong movie. I think. <laughs> <laughs> so Heidi has been around for like 90 years. Do you remember seeing any of uh, Heidi like films in the past or books, or is this kind of your first, foray into dealing with the characters my mum actually read me Heidi Joanna Spirey's Heidi as one of my bedtime stories when I was a kid so I was quite familiar with with her um in that capacity yeah um I'd, I'd also watched some of the cartoons as well 
um because it played a lot when I was I was growing up I grew up in Spain and they used to play a cartoon called Shin Chan and Heidi back to back on a Saturday morning mm. <laughs> so I used to those as well but yeah I, I definitely could never have conceived that mad heidi would exist so <laughs> what's it like growing up as a kid knowing the wholesome heidi and then playing the more mature vengeance seeking like badass heidi i loved it i absolutely loved it from start to finish i had nice. a blast filming i met so many incredible people and i think there's so many times where you know you see things that are announced or you see things that have been cast and you go oh if only i was a few years older or a few years younger or had been in the industry or hadn't done this. And actually Heidi came about and I just was the right place at the right time. <laughs> perfect. She's perfect Heidi and she did an amazing job. It was cool to see this and she's redefined who Heidi is. Keeping the innocence and the coolness and the kindness of Heidi and then taking and making the badassery that is Alice with uh, the fighting skills and everything <laughs> like that was really, uh, it was awesome to see. To be on set with it, to read the script and go, oh my God, this is insane and uh so crazy and then yeah. like they get on set after she'd been there for a couple of months i show up and uh, i'm there for two weeks or whatever i'm there for a week i have no idea but i come and do all my stuff and just just knowing how everything was already running so smoothly it was just so awesome it's just a, <laughs> a fun time the whole way through nice alice this is your first feature film you're number one on the call sheet what was it like this is my feature film debut so i wanted to make sure that i just gave it my all because you know as actors you never know when your next opportunity is going to be mm. no matter where you are on the call sheet let alone number one so I just I wanted to absolutely go hell for leather for it and really just enjoy the experience whilst it was there and it shows everything you're doing on screen is just fantastic in the beginning you're wholesome and like just the evolution of the character throughout the 90 minutes or whatnot now Casper you've been doing this for a while do you remember your first like leading role and what that was like for you and were you able to give Alice any pointers when I came on the set it was already a smooth running ship they had already done that so she had already taken control as any established actor would have she made everybody feel welcome she did what you're supposed to do she also was prepared and knew it inside and out and was really having the time of her life so when you have somebody that already does that, it makes it easier for you when you come in. So for me, my job was a lot easier because of her and everybody else and all the work they'd already done. I've been doing this 35 years, so no, I don't remember my first project at all. I, that, like, yeah, I guess that'd be crazy if you did. <laughs> well, no, I mean, I remember some things. I mean, my first real big thing for me is really, I mean, I've had little things and other things like that but the real first big thing was starship for me i've been other movies and some tv shows and stuff like that but nothing like that and yeah uh, and that movie so. like relied on you heavily i remember like i think i was like five or six and my dad took me to see it in the theater with my brother and i'm like what the hell am i seeing this is magical like and to see you years later like being uh like an evil dictator in this movie is like holy shit he's he's run the gamut in this industry at this point <laughs> Well, I think I, you know, I, I, I've been, and thank you. I, I, I'm, you know, I'm older now, and I've been through the root ropes, and and I've lived life, and and some of it hard, and some of it, you know, and so I think life experience can help you, especially if you're continuing to act and you're continuing mm. to train and study and everything like that. It gives you the opportunity to grow, and hopefully, I've grown as an actor. Definitely. <laughs> I don't think I was as good as Alice's on her first movie. I don't think I was that good. Phenomenal, yeah. yeah. She, she really rocked it, and I was really impressed because I also know what it's like to come into movies and I put on a, a masking or a face or something like that for most things but I'm actually kind of shy in real, huh. real life most people that meet me now go I don't believe that at all but I, I was a lot more scared and shy when I was younger mm. not I don't really give a fuck so I, I'm not uh, <laughs> I don't have that same innocence that I had or whatever maybe I have a new innocence because <laughs> 
don't, I don't give a fuck in a sense. I don't know what, I don't even know if I'm allowed to swear on your podcast. So oh, if I yeah, go ahead, help yourself. <laughs> oh, okay. I just want to make sure I, I didn't overstep Definitely. my back. No, thank Jersey, you. Sometimes when we're from Jersey, sometimes we swear too much. And uh, I'm from Massachusetts, kind of close by. I get that. Know what I'm talking about. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. My mom's from Boston. So nice. they said that Starship Troopers, they go, and this overnight success, Casper Van Dien. But I came out to California September 12th, 1989, and Starship Troopers was released November 7th, 1997. You've been grinding for years at that point. Yeah. And they said it was an overnight success. So for me, huh. there you go. There's my overnight success. It took me nine years to get there. Um, you know, some people, Alice, not she bad. Her first film. She rocked yeah. it. Alice, you did some crazy like set piece action fight scenes. What was your training like? Yeah, it, it definitely had its moments. I think there was a lot of play and there was a lot of fun. Myself and the, and the stunt coordinators and the choreographers, we all got along really well. Um, but we all also knew that we had such big time constraints. And so there would be a bit of play and then there'd be a lot of work <laughs> and, be a bit more play, and then a lot of work we gave everything to it I just enacted their vision they created it but yeah I was, I was lucky where the ability to have a conversation where actually I'm stronger in certain aspects of, of martial arts and certain aspects of fighting and they had ideas where I could do other things that I wasn't quite as skilled in and I said with the time constraints that we've got let's just push to everyone's strengths now I know I'm running out of time with you guys and I get so many questions I'm sorry that I'm just like asking random things here and there. Run, we're already running out of time <laughs> i think so i think i got 15 minutes and i'm about 10 in now which is crazy it's blown by at the end they've teased heidi and clara now is that anything that you guys know is gonna happen or is that kind of like a possibility down the road i think everyone that needs to say yes has already said yes nice. we just need to make sure that we can secure financial backing as with everything in this in this world and who knows may, maybe it will be a a random voiceover thing that myself and Almar <laughs> end up doing. But I, I have high hopes and I, nice. I really believe that we could make a decent Heidi too. I would love to see that. And I, I was wondering what both of you would expect and want to see out of the next one. Casper, I know your character appears like you wouldn't be here, but this is a Swiss exploitation movie and anything's possible. What would you guys like to see happen in Heidi 2? Uh, more fights, more explosions. I love the explosion day. Mm. Uh, that was real. That actually happened. Oh, really? Yeah, that was there. And <laughs> um, the fire was real. Um, wow. So yeah, more fights, more explosions. And I've said I really want Heidi to do like a skiing gun chase. because That'd I think be pretty that badass. Would, that'd be really cool. And skiing's really big in Switzerland. Yeah. Now, uh, what about you? Any Army out. <laughs> Uh, now, how was it filming? You guys filmed in Switzerland, right? How, how was that? Oh, it's beautiful. I mean, those those sceneries, I mean, Alice can speak more to all that than I can. But what I got to see, even when we were in that Colosseum, which is an old ancient Roman Colosseum, it was cold, especially mm. it got to the end of the day. It got really cold. <laughs> and I, was like, I felt so bad for everybody. Um, who was in the stands because we were just on cement and it was cold. But Alice, who had to fight and all that, I was, it was so impressive. Just watching all that. But all the scenery, what you see in that movie is just some of the best cinematography and yeah. all the visual effects they put into it and all the propaganda things. I mean, they really went all out. And all the, they had so much attention to the detail. Mm. And then all the Alice and Alice's change for me was so amazing. She went from being out, you know, being Heidi of the Alps to the, the prisoner to the badassery that you mm -hmm. used again. So cool. <laughs> now i know uh like you mentioned the propaganda like one of my favorite scenes in the movie was the uh, little psa about lactose intolerant and like 
calling the government and letting them know if uh, you know a lactose, uh, anti-lactose person. Are either of you two lactose intolerant, possibly? Wow. How was it doing this film? I assume they used like fake cheese and all and milk. And like, what was that? Because you had a lot of cheese and milk going on in this movie. What was that like? Uh, they gave me almond milk and uh, they they were very they were very helpful on that. Uh, it was it was very nice. They knew before and I was uh, vegan. And and uh, it's, it's, so, it's so funny because Miley's uh, Achilles heel uh, in real life would be milk or mm-hmm. cheese. And then in Starship Troopers, I'm I'm uh, Johnny, John Rico. I'm actually allergic to to bees and red ants. Oh, shit. <laughs> wow. They really know how to get you in those movies. Yeah, they, 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 Watch it, it always makes it fun for me because I'm always like, yeah, kill them all, kill all those bugs. <laughs> but in real life, I capture them and put them outside. Well, I, I wish I could talk to you guys a little longer, but I think my time's up. Thank See you, you guys. Thank you so much. You. You post it to me, Instagram. It's me. I'll re-insta post it. Thank you. I appreciate that. And good luck with the rest of the day. Great yeah, talking you to you guys. In the yeah. break, right after Alice and I had it, we had a, a five minute break. There was a snake in our house. One of our cats brought in a snake. I had to go get it and put on gloves and grab it. I don't know if it's poisonous or not, but wow. Uh, so I just grabbed it and threw it outside. <laughs> yeah, you gotta love them. My cat's afraid to go outside. So I'm like, thankfully, I don't get that. But my dogs, who knows what they'll dig up in the well, yard? You know, our, our cats don't go outside, but we have a lanai that has a, mm. a screen, and somehow the snakes get under the screen sometimes. Oh. Uh. So they think, oh, this is a new toy I can play with. Yeah, but in Florida, they also come to the alligators can get through the screens, too. They haven't broken through ours, but they have done it to other people. So lucked out so far, at least. Oh, yeah. Come visit us sometime. And now she's like, maybe not. (laughs) Now, where are you? uh, Where are you located, Alice? Are you in the U.S. or? Oh, I'm in London. Nice. So a bit further away from the snakes and the crocodiles, but we get foxes, so. All right, so a little bit more, also dangerous, but hopefully not as creepy. (laughs) A little more adorable. (laughs) Perfect.